Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my breathy girlfriend, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here, and it's August 29th, 1997. It is that. Should I turn your microphone down a little bit? Like, is that what's going on? Here? I don't know. Maybe. You're very breathy. It's, it always seems a little loud to me. Okay, I turned it down a little bit. Okay, so, <laughs> see, I'm still, like... Well, that's because you exhale directly into the microphone. You went, you went, okay. <sighs> that's exhaling directly into the microphone. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Anyway... This yes. episode of Now 2 and O was weird. It was weird. It was called Turn Back the Clock. So it was like gather round children for story time. So the framing device of this episode is that Claire's been out of town in San Diego for two days and missed New Year's. And the gang's all like, hey, we're going to tell you about New Year's. And then we get that. Like, I don't know, soap opera type, like, like the very cliched sound effect and then the shimmery, wavy effect of we're going into dreamland now. They did that in the one episode, too, where we flash back to Duke's bad boy. Oh, yeah. I did. They just get this technology or something (laughs) like that and they want to use it. I don't know, but it's awful because. There is nothing, a lot of times when a show does this, or like the movie Pulp Fiction, if you play the movie Pulp Fiction from beginning to end in the order that things actually happen, it's still probably a good movie, but it loses something. It doesn't flow as well, breaking it up into the little stories that they break it up to where things are kind of happening simultaneously, mm-hmm. you know? It That's not just a, oh, I want to be different choice from Quentin Tarantino. The story works better structured in that way. True. Okay. There, are, there are a few movies for which that is the case. Most movies, no, but there are a few movies for which that is the case. It makes a lot of things that happen more of a surprise in Pulp Fiction because it, it does things that way. And... The climax and conclusion of everyone's story makes more sense that way. And sometimes they'll do it in TV shows, and it makes sense. It didn't make sense here. No, because they didn't do one story to conclusion. They still went back and forth between the stories. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because people people are like waking up and everything. Valerie wakes up in her tight white shirt and comes <laughs> downstairs, and she's like, oh, let me tell you about David and, and us. In this, uh, remember, remember the time, <laughs> and yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, there's no reason why this couldn't have just been a regular episode that yeah. started the day before New Year's, New Year's Eve. Agreed. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand any of this. And the way the episode starts out was confusing as fuck, because Steve. Yes. Walks out of the house and sees that they're. How did he get that black eye? 
I just realized that's never explained. Oh my god, that's what starts the whole thing. But okay, that's yeah. Just hang on a second though. He walks out and sees the yard has been TP'd. Right. And then he goes to yell at two teenage boys. Mm-hmm. We have no idea who they are. Right. Turns out they're his brothers. I thought we missed an episode. Yeah. Like, what What the fuck? Like, he's never mentioned brothers. Never. I assumed he was an only child. They're half-brothers. Well, yeah, but still, like, how do you never, ever mention that? Maybe this is another... Another woman that Russ or, or, or uh, Rush fucked, <laughs> right? And didn't tell him about. I think you're right, though. Maybe, uh, yeah, like so they're not his mom's kids at all, just his dad's, right? Yeah, that's why he said the wrong side, <laughs> the wrong half, or whatever. But yeah, so that's confusing. And then Claire pulls up, and he comes out with Brandon, and he's got a black eye, and she's like, "What happened to you?" And he was like, "Oh, let me tell you about it." He said Brandon got whacked or something like that. Brandon got it even worse or whatever. And Brandon was like, yeah. And he describes or whatever. We flash back to New Year's Eve. The balloons are dropping. And Keats, Susan Keats, his girlfriend, is kissing another guy. Yeah. And the kiss goes on quite a while. And it looks like she's kind of pushing away, but not really pushing away. And he's a... Decent distance away from her. Yes. And then... And then it's... <laughs> and then later, we see the kiss again when it actually makes sense in the story. And it's completely different. It wasn't as bad. Like, it was it's not, not as good. Long. It's not as long. He's standing right there. It's after the balloons have already dropped. Yeah, everything's different. Like, what do you think that's about? Like, is this, like, memory is not reliable, or... Yeah, yeah that's what it is. That's that's exactly what it is. They're... they're <laughs> the writers and directors and the creatives in, tra- in charge of this episode are making a very subtle and brilliant point about the faulty faultiness of memory. It's not that they just fucked it up. Or, okay, intentionally, or intentionally did it to try to be more dramatic. I Either one. It's one of those two. Or both. I don't know. Considering the fact that Steve's got a black eye, and we're, and we've it's never explained. I wonder if Ian Ziering has the black eye, and that's why it's not explained, because it didn't really happen to Steve anyway. I mean, you'd think there'd be none a story. This, none of this really happened to Steve. Because Steve doesn't <laughs> exist. But I'm saying... They could have the- just made something up. <laughs> they could have. But I'm just saying, like... Do you like- believe the characters <laughs> are, like, real... Like, they have little lives and stuff like that? And then Steve's just... Steve talks to Ian Ziering and tells him what happened. He's like, okay, I'll... uh I'll relay it to the writers, and I'll play it exactly that way. Listen. (laughs) I think that Ian Ziering may have gotten hurt. Sure. And that they didn't bother to come up with a story to explain it. Well, that's... Because they're lazy assholes. Yeah, there you go. Jesus. 
It's so like I think when, they're real people. When Andrea got pregnant, it's like, well, uh, Gabrielle Carteris got pregnant in real life, but Andrea did. Right, right. There you go. <laughs> so we're just not going to explain it. That's, yeah. It, Andrea it, had a bad burrito for <laughs> six months. There you show. go. I don't know. There was just not much about this episode that works. Really? No. no. And then, like, okay, so what's what the what the fuck is her name? <laughs> it's called nine hundred two zero. Valerie. Valerie. Yeah. Hands. How can you forget Valerie? I don't know. Or no, Kelly walks in with a vial of coke, <laughs> and she says Valerie gave it to her. No. 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 Nope. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> That's the next episode that we accidentally started to watch oh, before shit. we realized. <laughs> No wonder it didn't make sense. <laughs> Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, did the TP thing happen in the in the other episode too? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Shit, I don't remember now. Yeah, let's go with what we know. Okay. So start with a storyline. Um, they're having New Year's Eve at the Peach Pit after dark. Sure. Yep, that's happening. <laughs> um, Keats finds out that her ex-boyfriend is in town. Yeah. And... The old editor of the Condor. The one that was the editor before the guy that died. Yeah. Um, she calls Brandon to tell him and asks if he would mind if she blows him off, basically. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'd mind. Like, what the fuck? She's like, well, I'll be a little late to Colin's party. Or do you mind if I don't just come? And he's like, how late? And she's like, fine, I'll be there on time. She's basically just like, how much time do I have to fuck this guy? Right. Like, it, it was not cool at all the way she handled that. Mm-mm. And then, like. He's getting a bit of a taste of his own medicine, though. Yeah, because of what he did with Emily. With Emily Valentine. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the exact same thing. Because mm-hmm. he's on a layover. Which yeah. is like what Emily was on all layover yeah. too. He got waylaid. Do you think they had sex? I don't know. I don't think they did. I mean, I think Brandon and Emily did. But no, Brandon and Emily definitely did. There's a there's no doubt in my mind. Brandon and Emily had the best chemistry of any of Brandon's victims. Like yeah. Girlfriends. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why she's not in the desert yet. Right. They, they could always dust her off and bring her back. <laughs> yeah, at one point... Are you uh, done making a child's play movie? You can come back. <laughs> did she make a child's play movie? She was in one of them. Hmm. I don't remember which one. The third one, I think. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I, I only really watched the first one, I think, so... Child's play. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. Wow, you really remembered a lot about this, didn't you? No, she was in the second Child's Play. That's what it was. Okay, Child's Play two, nineteen ninety. I think. <laughs> well, then she did that before now. Anyway, so huh? Before now, anyway. <laughs> What is happening? What did you say? Before now? Before now. Before now. I thought you, I thought you were trying to say 90210, 
And you just said, nah. <laughs> yes. I am that lazy in my speech. <laughs> you get one syllable and that is all. I thought maybe you started to have a tonic-clonic seizure <laughs> in the middle of your sentence. <laughs> Anywho. So, yeah. Uh, I was Emily Valentine is in town. No, she is not. Oh, that's the wrong episode. Yeah. Susan Keats's ex-boyfriend is in town. She is with him when she calls. It sounded like you said season, and I thought you were gonna say, I thought you were gonna say which season it was, and then you said season Gates. Good old season Gates is in town. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Tell me what season's doing. She's with Jesus Christ. I'm just not gonna talk anymore. You go right ahead. All right. Well, I don't make a very entertaining episode because <laughs> I'll just stare at you. Okay. No, I mean just keep it up though. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Tell us about season. <laughs> she was he, what? He he, her boyfriend, ex boyfriend, was already there oh. when she's on the phone with Brandon. She didn't even tell Brandon that. Yeah, he's standing and like listening to them. Yeah, he's got this look on his face too, like he just ate pussy or something, right? And then, like, it turns out that she has asked Brandon to find him a date so he can come to this party, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Colin? Yeah, Colin's Coke party that he's having. Like, I don't understand that. Like, do you need a date to go to a party for New Year's? Like, you absolutely... When you're just in town? Right. Like, that's stupid. Might as well ask for a prostitute. But, Basically. I mean, he's, he's in town for one night. <laughs> <laughs> the sequence of faces that you just made. There's so much going on under the surface of you right now. Like, I'm, I'm organizing my thoughts about the episode. Red. And then I just see, like, I don't know, there's stuff going on with your nose, your forehead. I have allergies. Allergies. That's when you have a thousand allergies. I got allergies for days. I can't breathe. Okay. Carol challenged me to make her laugh before the episode. No. No, I would never do that because that would be suicide. Like, what's happening right now? All right, let's calm down. So, this asshole. Yeah. Shows up at the party, even though they didn't find him a date. There were a lot of assholes at that party. There were. And he's hanging out with um, Brandon and Susan all night. Yeah. Which is Mr. weird. Mr. Third Wheel. Apparently, he just loves this band that's playing. Uh, what were they called? Core or something? Yeah, some Irish band I've never heard of. Yeah. They act like they're some big deal. I've like never, ever heard of them. They sing a song that has the same... Line in it over, over and, and over, over and over again. It was awful. You're forgiven, not forgotten. Yeah. Which maybe is, you know, kind of in line with the episode, and that's why. I guess. Because, I mean, at least with Susan and her ex. Sure. And, you know, when her and Brandon were kind of arguing about her ex, she brings up, you know, oh, there's nothing more going on with us than what's going on with you and Kelly. Like, what is going on with him and Kelly? Yeah, nothing. They had they had that. She stayed over that one night. Yeah, Christmas or whatever, because they watched It's a Wonderful Life, and then Valerie thought they fucked and they didn't. 
And then he wanted to, but he didn't. Yeah. They did kiss though. Yeah. Well, apparently for this group kissing doesn't mean shit. No, it's a handshake. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's a California thing, I don't know. I would never kiss another dude in front of you. God damn, you wouldn't. I mean, not that I do it behind your back either, but I'm just saying like that's just No, another girl. Sure. But I mean like that's just so horrific. Yeah. Like if you kissed another woman in front of me, I would like kill somebody or die, but one a life would be ending. Like no matter what happens, <laughs> somebody's heart's gonna stop. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, don't you think? I like in that scenario that I that I wasn't in danger <laughs> at all. Well, I didn't say you weren't the it one was, that was gonna be killed. No, you said he her or you. No, I said you kill someone? someone. Yeah. Well, make it her. She's the one kissing me. <laughs> what if you kissed her? It wouldn't happen. Mm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Susan. Okay. I'm not Susan Gates. But I mean, Susan didn't kiss him either. He kissed her, but yeah. she just, you know, yeah. didn't stop him. But she did the whole. Uh, I don't want this kind of. Yeah, but she. Where does. she's sort of pulling away, but. Only just enough to their, keep their lips together. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I don't know if that's a if conscious decision on the actress's choice or if that's written in the script or what. But it's, I mean, if they didn't want to convey that that she kind that she wanted that kiss, then it was done poorly. But I'm pretty sure she wanted that kiss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and when she got up to go to the bathroom, this asshole actually told Brandon that he is... That was a hilarious scene. He's like, I'm I'm in love with her. I'm sorry, I've got to tell you. You know, I've been with enough women to know that she's the one. Yeah, this was a master class of writing a douche character. Right. Because he's bragging about his sexual conquests while saying, I'm going to take this one from you. I'm going to steal your girl. And it, it kind of reminds me of somebody in real life, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you have to tell me later. Oh, uh, you should know. He's like, uh, we have a special connection, and, you know, I'm going to make her mine again, and there's nothing you can do about it, and you're irrelevant, and all that stuff. Okay. Um, what? Anyway. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Right now, we're talking about fictional characters. So, yeah, he tells Brandon he's going to try to get her back, and Brandon's like, "Uh, you can't have her. Right. But then they kiss like that in front of him. Like, what the fuck? There are so many times in this episode that I would have been done with season and never (laughs) fucking talked to her again. Yeah, same. Well, and then, like... He kind of is done with her, but he forgives her, and he shouldn't. It's awful. But, like, okay, so she, they get in an argument at the club, and she leaves. Mm -hmm. And he's like, she said, have a good night. He's like, have a nice life. And it's like, yeah, that's correct. Yep. And then he goes to the condor. To work. Because he, he wants to, like, you know, clear his mind, whatever. And he finds them there together. Yep. Why? I don't know. And then they're getting invited to somebody's party or whatever. 
to see a professor, the old faculty advisor yeah. of the Condor, who apparently is ill. So they're having some kind of get-together. They're both invited. And she's like, I'll meet you outside. And then Brandon tries to talk to her, and she's like, I don't have the uh, the strength to have this conversation with you right now. Because he asks why they broke up. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Jonathan or something is the guy's name. Yeah. He says... I prefer asshole, but sure. He says, uh, well, in which, in which ways do you prefer... Which instances do you prefer asshole? Oh, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. That's a I, that joke could have been better formed, but your stomach interrupted us. <laughs> that was not oh. my stomach. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it was not. What was it? My throat. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's this weird thing. It happens in my throat. It's not my stomach. <laughs> There's some things that happen in your throat. Uh, anyway, Holy so shit. he says to her, uh, to Brandon, to, did she ever tell you why we broke up? And he's like, oh, yeah, it was very personal or whatever. I'm, sur- I'm not surprised. She didn't tell you. And then he doesn't tell him. Right. And then he asks her, and she's like, nah, I'm not telling you. Yeah. So she doesn't want to talk to him about anything. and uh, So they leave. Yeah. It's been like two days since they've talked. Like, totally done at this point. Like, she's leaving with this guy. She won't even talk to you about it. Like, fuck off. But yeah, then she just shows up at his house. She's like, well, he's gone now. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, so he's gone now, and I'm still here, so that's I'm good then? She's like, I love you, and that's what I told him. Uh-huh. Like, after he took well, his you- dick out of your mouth? Like, right. what the hell? <laughs> exactly. I don't know what happened with the two of them. But I I wouldn't trust anything Mm-mm. comes out of her mouth. No, I mean like something happened. Obviously, like mm-hmm. the whole time she's been away from him, she's been with the other dude. Yeah, and then she just comes and she looks, she looks ashamed. She looks like she's doing the walk of shame. She, she does. Yeah, I agree. it's not good. Like I don't think good things occurred. No, I don't either. And then he just like, oh okay, and kisses her and like life's okay. Like I, that's a dirty ass mouth right now. Yeah. Go He's have like, her do, brush her teeth. Why do you taste salty? Right? <laughs> and then everybody is sitting outside, like, having a toast, and they're like, oh, yay, they're back together, like, happy. Like, what the fuck? Like, sh- this, I wouldn't be happy if I was his friend, and I saw him do that, I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? Right. Stop. Back away from her. <laughs> Don't you have any self-respect? Apparently not. No, it's Brandon. <sighs> I'm very disappointed. In but that's their storyline. Yeah. I don't really like them as a couple. I anymore. did before now. Yeah, anymore. So. Um, other storyline. Donna and Joe. And the bird. And David. And the damn bird. And Valerie in some respects. And Claire. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Claire fucking Steve? So. <laughs> it's so hard to keep it straight with it all these, is. All well, these whores. With her it is. She's been with everybody. Um, yeah, she, I think she's been with more people than Valerie has. Well, I mean, she's been in a relationship with David and Steve, but she tried to have sex with Brandon a bunch. Yeah. I mean, she didn't do anything with Dylan, but he's gone now anyway, so. Yeah. She didn't do anything with Dylan? Right. I don't think so. Maybe they kissed? I don't know. Anyway. Brandon's dad. So, Donna's bird is, like, loudly saying, 
Joe loves Donna. Joe loves Donna. And driving uh, Claire crazy while she's uh, quote unquote napping with Steve. Yeah. Under the blankets. <laughs> Let's be real, though. A PA is saying Joe loves Donna. Right. Or some kind of, you know, vocal thing. For sure. And Claire's like, can you uh, cover the cage or whatever? And Donna's like, that's mean. Can you kill that bird? I mean, it was a stupid gift. It really was. You called it last week. You don't buy somebody a fucking bird. A bird's going to be alive for the next 110 years. Yeah. So the cage is broken. And, like, it's, what, a week old? Because, like, she got it for Christmas and it's New Year's. So that's bad. It's a shitty cage you bought there, Joe. Right. And he's like, I'll get it replaced tomorrow after the holiday. Mm Mm-hmm. And he says, nobody opened this cage. That's another thing. The mystery never gets solved either of how this cage got open. I think the bird just broke. I think he just did a bad job of latching the cage. I guess. But the bird gets out. Well, Claire comes in and she's like, oh, it'd be such a shame if that bird got away. (laughs) Fucking piece of shit. And then she walks away and, and Steve's like, yeah, they blame you. They think you did it. Yeah. And Donna comes in and, and she says, Donna, I didn't let your bird go. I swear. And she's like, oh, okay. That's the end of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she would do that either, though. But apparently the bird went to just a regular ass tree. Yeah, makes sense. Outside their apartment. And so for some reason, Donna gets David to help her. And It's New Year's Eve, and I I don't know what Joe's doing, but yeah. She he gets, was doing something specific, though. Yeah, I don't know what, but. Yeah. He had an excuse. Yeah. She gets David to yeah. climb up a tree and try to get this bird. Why doesn't she climb up the tree? Like, is this man's work? I mean, wearing heels. Whatever. What I, what I don't understand, why don't you call, like, the fire department or something? Somebody with a cherry picker. Yeah. They're rich. But, I mean, it's a bird. It could fly away at any moment. It's true. So, we never get a resolution as to how the bird gets caught either. Correct. Like Joe traps it. Yeah, David eventually gives up because she's like, go be with Claire. She's waiting for you. He's an hour late. Yeah, he misses ringing in the new year with her. I know. Like she's an so, ass. She's so pretty. She's so sad. <laughs> she is sad. And it makes me mad for her. So then Joe comes and he manages apparently to get the bird. And they decide to send it to the zoo. Yep. So he spent like $1,000 on a bird. She had it for a week. And 50 cents on a cage. And this bird is now trained to say, Joe loves Donna and damn bird. And they're going to send it to the zoo. So everybody will get to hear about it. And all the kids will love that. <laughs> damn bird. So that's the bird. <laughs> and Va- yeah, Valerie's a little upset at David because he was hanging out with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. On New Year's instead of well, her. Yeah. Yeah. Was I saying Claire? No. I, don't I feel like so. I was saying Claire. I think you said Donna. What? I said, I think you said Donna. Well, I said Donna when I meant Donna. I think I said Claire when I meant Valerie. No, I think you said Valerie. All righty. Valerie's well, sad. Valerie's sad. Um, while she's waiting for him at this party, uh, What's-His-Nuts comes over and Colin. gives her yeah, gives her a vial of cocaine and asks her to hold it for him. No. No. Oh, no, that was earlier, a different party. That was at the, yeah, that was at his party, his pre-New Year's Eve party, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. And all they do is party. Fucking Kelly comes in, 
treats Valerie like a piece of shit again, like she always does, even though Valerie's literally doing nothing wrong. Yeah. And she frisks him. Kelly frisks him. So that's that's why he gave up the Coke. Yeah, he gave it to Valerie to hold on to because he knew that Kelly was going to do that to him, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. And then he gets it back from her at the New Year's Eve party, which, like you pointed out, she had in her bra. Yeah. She should have made him get it. I mean, you know that's what she wanted. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he want if she wants him now. I don't know. She sure did before. She did before. I think they dropped that, especially oh. now that he's a drug addict. Yeah, and at this pre party too, David was mean to her and accused her of doing coke with him and his coke friends. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? She's like, I don't do coke because like he doesn't want to be with her because he's a recovering ex. So he doesn't want to be with her if she's using drugs, but like she's not, and he needs to back the fuck off. Yeah. He was being kind of an asshole. Yeah. And then leaves her like that. So I'm surprised that they're okay, too. But they are. So at the New Year's Eve party, though, at the at the Peach Pit After Dark that Valerie owns, uh, he's drunk and high. Fucking high as hell. Colin. Yeah. And so she says, I'm going to drive you home. and And then she goes to drive him home. And then David gets there, and they're like, oh, you miss Valerie. She wants to drive Colin home because he's, you know, fucking blasted. And he's like, oh, good luck. I just got stuck at a for an hour at a so- sobriety checkpoint. Right. Apparently they're doing that. It's weird. They, they have enough. I guess that police department has enough money that they can afford right. to do that. Enough extra staff with nothing to do. So Valerie says to Colin as they get up to this checkpoint, hey, do you have anything with you? He's like, oh, I did, you know, the entire gram of cocaine. Yeah. I did my, I did the 40, 40 gram rock. I mean, I don't understand how it works, but I feel like that might be, you know, overdose material to do it all. Yeah, I mean, one gram. Depends on how much coke you do. I guess. I mean, he seemed pretty damn lit. Uh, but so she's like, I did it all. You know, it's gone. She's like, okay, whatever. And the cop's like, what's going on? You've been drinking? She said, no, with this very talented artist is. And I'm... Just driving him home, making sure that he gets home okay. And so they're like, all right. And he's like, oh, what an idiot. It was uh, it was in your ashtray the whole time. Yeah. Like, he's a magician. I don't even know how he did that. That's awful, too. Like, what if the police had found it? It's her car. She'd get in trouble. Because yeah. that happened to a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. That somebody left just a roach from their joint in her ashtray. Nice. And she got probation. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she didn't even smoke it. I think I know who it was, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can tell me later. Uh, so anyway, so she takes that vial of cocaine, and that's when she, later at the Rose Parade, she gives it to Kelly. Yeah. And Kelly's like, what the fuck? And she's like, he's your boyfriend. <laughs> right. So it's your problem this now. This is your problem. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm stepping out of it. And she's like, why'd you give it to me instead of destroying it? And she's, she goes, because he'll deny it. And there it is right there. Have him deny it now, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, she has nothing to gain from, like, setting them up or whatever. Right. I don't know. I think, I don't. I think she'll believe it. I think Kelly will believe it. I don't like Kelly at all anymore. No, she's really turned into, like, just, uh, I mean, I guess maybe a lot of California rich girls are like this, but she's really mm-hmm. turned into an asshole. Yep. And so, yeah, the Rose Bowl or Rose Parade or whatever. The Parade is, of Roses. That's the other thing that happens with Donna 
Um, she has to be in this parade, and she's like, I've been up all night. Like Rhonda Shear. And then uh, Claire's like, that's what they made makeup for, and like makes her look pretty. I guess, yeah. Whatever. She's got the hair all swept up, you know, and stuff. Yeah, she looks fine. <laughs> she doesn't look like she's been up all night. And her and Joe had gotten <clears throat> into a big fight over this bird. Yeah. Yeah, because she's like, who gives a fuck about this bird? <laughs> she was kind of rude about it. Yeah. But at the same time, don't buy a living thing for someone you're dating. Right. Unless you absolutely 100% sure know that they want that a lot. And even then, you should be like engaged or something. Well, and you should probably pick it out together. Yeah, I mean, you could do it as a surprise. Like, I could see maybe buying you, like, a dog as a surprise or something like that. But only because I know exactly what kind of dog you'd want. And I would wait until, you know, we're engaged or married. Right. Okay. So that we would own it together. Yeah, that makes sense. But he shows up at the parade with a sign that says, Joe loves Donna with hearts on it. Uh Uh-huh. And then on the back, it says Damn Bird. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's cute. So I think that made the makeup. And I think that's it. Yeah. Other than the revelation that at midnight, fucking Steve and Claire were having phone sex in Valerie's office. <laughs> yeah. hilarious. That's weird. Maybe that's how he got a black eye. How? His hand. <laughs> his hand. You know, if, he, if he was lubed up properly, his hand just kind of like. Oh, my God. You know. Came off, like shot off and punched himself in the face. What a thing to think. Ew. And then at the very end, the boys, his stepbrothers, he's like, oh, I'm yeah. going to get you fuckers in trouble for all the shenanigans you've been Oh, yeah, because they snuck into this party that you probably have to be 21 to get into. Yeah. And they're like 16 or whatever. Right. And they also shaving creamed his car. Oh, is that what it was? I thought it was soap. It was shaving cream. Does it hurt the car? Probably. I don't know. Mm. It probably hurts the paint or something like that if you don't wash it off. I have no idea. He was very upset about it, so whatever. But anyway, so they're like, fine, tell Rush. He's just going to call us a fucking idiot and tell us what dumbasses we are and say we never do anything right. You you, you can't relate. Right. So You can't think back to last episode. and. <laughs> so he asks if they can stay another day because they're having such a good time. Yeah, and they were so good. Everything. And then he makes them go to yard work. Yeah. And Rush is like, sweet, I can keep banging my secretary. <laughs> like, what a weird, like, why did they even put them in this? I, I don't, don't know. Like, they didn't really add anything to the episode. I mean, there was a little bit of time filler there, I guess. It was like Rosencrantz and Gilderstern <clears throat> or something like that. <laughs> right. you know? It was weird. Yeah. I don't, I hope they're not going to become regulars. Oh, we can't afford them to be regulars. (laughs) Too many storylines going on as it is. Right. But that is the entire episode, I believe. It is. All right. Well, it's Carol. Let your throat tell people uh, what's going on. You can uh, check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. Write us at latefee1994 at com, And tell your friends. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.